Hey folks, it's Jalen, and this is Go Black Boy Go, a podcast about my journey through graduate school. Each week, I will be reviewing my week with you, as well as giving a few tips on how to make the grad school application process easier. And every now and then, I'll have a few guests come on to talk about various topics about race, gender, sexuality, masculinity, and queerness. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and let's get on with this week's episode. Hey folks, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, week two and three are done, and yeah, it's so it's starting to catch up to me now. So like I'm move I'm coming from semester system to term to a term system and there's three terms per year and each term is 10 weeks. And at first I was well, at first I was like, "Oh my god, that's going to be so fast." And then once I started doing it, I was like, Oh, this isn't too fast, but now going into week four, I'm thinking about all the things that I need to have done by week seven, really. And I was, and then I've been, and then I'm just like, oh my God, it's just a lot to do. I have a lot of reading that I want to do and a lot of reading that I need to do. Um, And I don't know, I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have to get on it really soon. And I keep forgetting that I have this podcast and I don't want to uh, forget that I have it. Um, And I don't know. It's, it's, it's starting to, it's starting to get hard juggling these two things, but I'm going to keep doing it because I like doing this. So, um, so what have I been doing for week two and week three? Let's see. So I haven't had any. Well, I guess my first big assignment was I had to turn in. So I'm taking a class on homophobia, and I had to turn in um, like a short paper about my thoughts on the closet, and we were using. Um, theory that the professor um had already that we had already read and that we had already been introduced to and so that was pretty easy considering um the professor didn't tell us to go out and research on our own because that would have took more time um and they just really wanted to hear our our thoughts on it and so um it was still something that i had to work on and and fix a bit but it wasn't that hard um and then i had to do some observations today i mean not today um this week had to do some observations for my uh apprenticeship class that i'm in and um those are interesting just to see how the teachers teach the um or different professors teach the um classes that i'll be teaching next year and um yeah that was really interesting and just a side note um in one of the classes 
they were discussing this uh, law professor that did blackface last um, Halloween to raise awareness to diversity. And that was her reasoning. And I thought it was a really risky topic to discuss in a class, but I mean, the students were really um, receptive of it and they were really challenging these different ideas that the professor was posing. And I thought it was a very interesting conversation. And it was just, it was a bit much for me too. Cause I was like, dang, he's calling out a professor that teaches here. But then again, it's like, it's, it's important to do that because she's still teaching there. And it seems like the university doesn't really care or there's something else going on. And yeah, I thought that was good. Um, and then, and then, um, so yeah, I had classes over the, oh yeah, I should, this is important. My tutoring, um, appointments have started to pick up. And so, um, I've been seeing more students and helping them with their papers and it's really good because in the class that I observe every every week um they're learning I'm getting as the students in that class are learning the top like how to write the papers um I'm learning how to help them write the papers and then so when the students I tutor come in I know how to you know fake it like I've I've been I just know how to do this like I've done it too but I haven't and um but I know I know how to say okay yeah 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 you need to what what are some um what are some things you need to do here you what do you think about this and just like ask questions that will lead them to what they need to get to and so that's uh, tutoring has been very rewarding and it has been a nice break from just staying in my office and reading um yeah and then Angela Rye came uh, she did a talk at campus um on Friday and she brought up the she brought up the blackface thing that was the first thing she she brought up um and she was saying how the students of UO shouldn't stand for it and you know bringing up other things that the campus shouldn't stand for um cuz this was the first um black alumni association event ever and I was I didn't know that this that was the first event and she was she was the one to open up the event and I thought she did a really um interesting talk um yeah that was that was interesting um listening to her and yeah that was cool so my next week um think is gonna yeah my next week is still pretty busy um again lots of reading um some assignments due and like i said i think it's just gonna pick up from there and so i have like i'm I'm trying to start because we i have to do two seminar papers um it would be one if i was just taking intro to grad studies and 
um, the film class, but I decided to um, take the homophobia class because it's just, I'm glad I'm in that class. And so um, I'm trying to start doing a research for um, the film class because I think for the homophobia class, um, the professor is going to let us use the articles that we've been reading all um, all term and that's what we'll work with but in addition to that I have since I'm a grad student I have to find I have to read another book that's on um, that has something to do with homophobia and um, write about that as well and so well the final paper is writing about um, the, the topic question or the question she wants us to answer is what is homophobia? And we're supposed to answer that through the articles that she provided for us. And um, I'm going to be adding that book into um, the conversation. I just have to read it first. And then for the film class, um, so there's a ri there originally wasn't a paper. It was just an annotated bibliography. But the um, grad studies director um, wanted us to write a term paper for it um, because we're supposed to present um, in our um, intro to grad studies class. And so she was like, yeah, just just write a paper for it if the annotated bibliography isn't too much. And so I was like, OK, I mean, that seems fine. I mean. I know it's a lot of writing, but it's writing that I want to do so I can have these ideas for later. Um, because the class has me really thinking about genre and what makes um, certain things genre and um, just thinking about narrative structure and things like that. And so with um, like bromance movies and bro films, those type of things I think I want to try to do something with that and try to if it's not already done or if it isn't done um, in a way that I agree um, I'll try to I think for my paper I'll try to talk about um, bro, bro films as a genre and what are some of the narrative um, structure and what are some of the common themes um, in, in, in that paper and hopefully I can use that for later on my um, coursework or career um, if I decide to stick with what I'm sticking with. I keep getting scared that I'm going to change my whole um, focus because I know people have done that and I just don't want to do that because then you have to learn. If, I feel like you would have to learn a whole new field. Like I've been... I've been thinking more and more about blackface performance and not and yes, thinking about blackface in like when it first began, but I'm I've been thinking about blackface in term like in a contemporary sense. Blackface and and, and men minstrelsy in a contemporary sense, like in modern day, because there's just a lot of like there's like a lot of things going on. Um now what I'm saying now you can you can do blackface while not 
wearing like face paint. You can do blackface through just bodily performance and, and it still form a min- minstrelsy. Um, and so that's something that I'm really interested in is tracing blackface from its origins to now how how it is now and um and i'm I'm interested in uh digital blackface um and how um that's a thing because you know when when snapchat had that bob molly filter everybody was um taking snapchats with that and i mean and they were like you know and blackface and then um i saw like there was this twitter account that people were calling out for um the person on the account not really being black um because they were like not talking black um and they said they they said that it was a russian bot and i was like huh i mean <laughs> like conspiracy theories are kind of outlandish but i don't know it seems like the outlandish stuff you got to kind of believe sometimes because you know it's easy to brush it off but i don't know so that's interesting to me and um i saw this article in this book that i need to read about um flavor flav um doing neo um minstrelsy and and his reality series um flavor of love and just reading the title i was like huh that is kind of like a minstrel show watching him and so i think once i read that i think it will just really blow my mind and so now i'm just like afraid that (laughs) my um my whole thing's gonna change i don't want it to i feel like i can still um combine the two but I think later on, I want to really develop um, my ideas about digital blackface and all that stuff. So, all right. So, um, moving on. So, people are crazy on the bus. They they're just crazy, and sometimes it's just too much. Um, like for instance, there. I mean, I I put all this stuff on Snapchat and Instagram, but there's this one. Most recently, there's these this um couple, white couple of friends, and they were talking about their black friend that got um fired from their job from from his job. And they were saying that um, how he's claiming racism and how they didn't know that he was really black. And then one of them said, oh, I guess he's half. And she that's all she said. And I was like, half of what? But, and then um, they were like, well, why would he even go work there if he if he felt like, you know, they were going to be racist to him? And I was just like, there's so many things going on with these statements that I just don't really like get and then before i got on the bus there was like this white teenager um i guess he was doing the millie wop i don't i don't know i, I mean I, I don't know and he kept moving kept playing he kept flipping his skateboard and i was afraid it was gonna hit me i was afraid he was trying to hit me i don't know i just don't i don't i don't really feel safe at the bus and i've been thinking someone asked me 
do you do you experience more racism and have you experienced more racism in the south than you have in um in the north or pacific northwest and i said i feel like i've experienced it more frequently here because it happens on micro levels like not every day in the south someone calls you uh, the n-word or not every day someone discriminates or says something terrible because uh, about um, people of color but here it's masked by this sort of progressive um um progressivism where people are like oh i'm not racist so i can say these things and um when i say them there's no racist intent but as i've been learning um, like from that class I set in on, um, racism is intentional and unintentional, unintentional. And it's not about what your intent is. It's about how it's received because especially up here, they, there hasn't, there hasn't, it hasn't been dealt with the, um, just history of racism, um, like black, black exclusion, and Oregon just hasn't been dealt with and um I don't know I just I think that's I think that's very I think that's very interesting and um yeah and so I don't know it's just it's just weird I just feel I feel weird here because I don't know how to receive certain things that that happen certain looks certain um gestures like one time um i was walking out of yoga feeling really good because we did some back stretches and those were very helpful and um i I, like held the door open for this white woman and she like quickly backed away and i was like oh my god okay i guess she doesn't want the door hold open for and it she like backed away in a way that was like she was frightened and i was like okay and you no, know, it's just like small things like that. Um, just small looks. Um, people, people like rush past you or things like that. And I don't know. I I didn't experience those things in the South. I mean, people were just nice, even if they didn't really like you. They were nice, and, and, and even if they didn't really like you because of the color of your skin, they were just really nice. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of I kind of miss that. Um. But I'm here now. So, um, when when um, when Angela Rye was talking, she was saying, you know, about how the Pacific Northwest likes to um, say that they don't deal with um, racism and those things, and they like to look down on the South about it. And when I was thinking that, I was like, I was like. I don't know. While she was talking, I was thinking about how there's so many so many differences between black people in the South and black people in other regions of the country, and I was just wondering um, which region I would feel most comfortable at because even amongst black people, like it's it's there's a lot of division and a lot of um, disagreement, which is fine, but. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't make, at least for me, sometimes it doesn't make you feel all too welcome. But yeah. And so I have, um, so I, I, I found 
a therapist and I went to her on Tuesday. So that's my Tuesday's my therapy day because I have yoga and then I have therapy right after that. And so, um, so I went to her and then she just kind of asked me just what was going on and I kind of just lay everything on her. And I think next time she's going to bring back those things and I'm going to be afraid to talk about them because I was just like, I had a lot on my mind and I just laid it out. And then she was just like listening and then she was like, hmm. And she was like writing stuff down and I was like, oh, God damn, she's going to remember all of this and she's going to bring it back up. And I'm just like, I don't know, but I, I like, I'm ready to interrogate those things because I don't know. I th- I think it keeps me from ex- uh, expressing myself, um, and standing up for myself. And I, I always I f- I keep finding myself holding myself back from um, certain things, um, like standing up for myself or being confrontational. And yeah, hopefully I can. Um, hopefully she can we can work to to do that to to work through those things um so yeah so that was uh, that was about the, the my bus adventures but then it and then it turned into something else um as far as my so okay i always come across these random netflix shows and i came across this one show called uh creeped out and it looks like a kitty show and it it gives you really goosebumps feels but it's really good. It's like a kitty black mirror, except, except in some of the episodes, it's really creepy. Well, not really creepy, but it's pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, so creeped out on Netflix, recommend people watch that because it was good. I actually, I, I liked it. Um, I, I have been liking it and I haven't finished it yet, but all of the episodes are really interesting. And I think, I think it's made in England or, or the UK because some well some episodes people the characters have um American accents and then some of them they have um British accents so I'm not really sure where it's from but creeped out that's a good show that's a good show all right so moving on to my bit of grad school advice um so I would say, so this is the second week of October. I'd say if you haven't started yet, you need to start now. Um, if you're applying to, if you're wanting to apply to, um, for next fall, to grad school for next fall, you need to start now. One thing I've been neglecting to talk about is the GRE. Um, and I think that's mainly because I hated taking the GRE. Um, and when I took it, I just, I just kind of just took the test. I really wasn't trying. Um, and after I took it, I was like, dang, I wish I would have did better because I feel like this is going to limit me from all these applications I'm trying to apply to, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, it didn't. And I think that speaks to how the GRE is being viewed now in terms of grad school, like, um, a lot of universities, they take the scores, but they don't really look at them, um, at least for humanities stuff. They take the scores, 
but they don't really then it doesn't really factor in to how you it doesn't really speak to your skills as a scholar or your 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 compatibility with the program because someone can have a really really high gpa i mean yeah real really high gpa as well really high gpa and a really high gre score and um not not be compatible with any of the professors in the program and not really be interested in any of their research and therefore not really being a help to that program and i mean i don't know if this has happened but theoretically someone could have a really really good gpa i mean a gre score but they apply to all of these programs and they don't have any professors that want to work with them or um or they don't have any professors that they want to work with um they could just get rejected from all of them cuz i i think there are there are more there are more important things um in the application process than the GRE um this isn't to say to you know not do your best on it like i did um like you pay that money like get what you can out of it um this isn't to say not to do your best on it, but it is to say that the GRE will not keep you from um, getting into a program. Um, grad grad programs have realized that that, like I keep saying, the, the GRE doesn't speak to your school as a scholar. They're more interested and they're most they're more interested in your research interests. Um, if they're compatible with the professors on um, in that program, um, your uh, past research skills or um, potential for research skills, your writing and um, just uh, and I, th this again, I'm speaking in terms of the humanities um, and just and overall, if you're if you're uh, like a team player and if you're uh, going to contribute to the larger culture of the program. And so, yeah, so, um, there are a lot of schools that I don't want to, yeah, I think it's a, it's a lot. And it, these are a lot of Ivy league schools too. Um, like, like Sanford and, um, some other ones that I think Penn state too, that aren't taking the GR that, that aren't requiring the GRE anymore. And I think that's, they're not requiring it for all applications. And I think that's really cool because it's speaking to, um, how the GRE doesn't really, work and their reasoning is because you know it's it's biased because only people who can take the GRE and do well are people who one can pay for the test and two can pay for tutors on how to um and do better on the test because with standardized tests it doesn't really test your knowledge it just test how well you can take the test and how well you can answer um in the ways that you can um, answer and like answer the best question, um, and yeah, I, I, and grad programs are picking up on that, and they're they're saying, okay, well, this isn't really helpful. Um, I, I do understand why it is um, needed, just just so I guess you, it's kind of like the ACD or ACT or the SAT, but. Um, just to see um, those diagnostic skills, but 
then again, the ACT and the SAT don't really speak to your skills as a student, doesn't really speak to speak to your potential because someone can have a really, really high SAT, ACT score and flunk out of their first year. And yeah, it, it's just standardized tests suck. Um, but if, if you the programs that you're applying to need the G, um, ask for the GRE, go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and take that and um, do your best. But just remember that it's not going to keep you from, you know, it's not going to it's not going to keep you from it's not going to hinder your application because I so when I after I took my GRE um, and when I was applying with the scores that I had. Um, I almost didn't apply to Oregon because on their website it said that you had to have a minimum of uh, 152 on the verbal portion, um, a 153 on the verbal portion of the GRE um, to even to to be considered. And I was like, well, damn, like I, I'm not even I have I had a, like a 146 and I was like, well, damn, I'm not really even in the boat and i emailed the grad coordinator and uh, asked her you know hey is this going to keep is this going to keep my application from um being seen as a good uh like being even looked at and she was like well um she kind of said yes or no and it was um she said uh i forgot what she said honestly but it was kind of like yes and i read it as yes and no uh, and and then obviously, I mean, I'm here, and and since I mean, I guess it didn't. I guess it didn't have anything to do with it, because um, I guess it had more to do with my research interests and, and things like that. So yeah, so GRE, don't stress about it. Study, um, you know, get your money's worth, but you know, just know that there's more to your application than the GRE. And so for those that are applying this year, hope you guys are, I hope you guys are getting on a great foot. Um, you know, you can always email me, reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook for any advice and I'll be happy to provide it for you. Um, and I wish you the best of luck on your, on your application journey. Remember to take breaks, remember to sleep, remember to talk to your loved ones. Don't shut people out in the process, but keep great, keep boundaries while you're working on your applications, um, boundaries with your time while you're working on your applications. Um, and so, okay. And so I'm going to change the closing part of the of of the um podcast because i'm not i I think i'm gonna be grateful for the same thing every day um i'm just great i'm grateful to be here grateful to be alive you know so instead i'm gonna change it to a question that i usually ask my guests um when they come on here and speaking of guests hopefully i'm gonna start having guests back because just the living up living up the show a bit um but i always ask them 
What are you struggling to understand right now today? And I, that's a question that's going to change. I mean, that's an answer to that to that question that's going to change every day, every week. Um, and so I'll say what I'm struggling to understand today is, I guess, where 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 my place is, where my place is, where am I most needed um, in terms of research, in terms of um, state, region, where am I most needed and where can I improve the most um, personally and where, where can I contribute to a larger community and um, where can I, where can I be comfortable and, you know, live and not be bothered, <laughs> you know, where, where's that place that I can find where I won't um, be afraid to express myself where I won't be afraid to, um, I don't know, just be, exist. Where is that place? Where, where, where do I belong? So, yeah, that's what I'm struggling to understand right now today. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode um and i will hopefully see you next week if i'm not drowning in work um but i'm gonna make a very good effort to make sure i record an episode and release it to you guys so thank you so much for tuning in and i will see you next week hey folks it's jalen head on over to itunes to rate and review the podcast And if you have any suggestions or comments about the show, you can send those to me through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can email them to me. And the links to all of those are in the description. Don't forget, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, and Podbean. And the links to those are in the description as well. Thank you once again for listening to Go Black Boy Go.